Recording in progress. Hello, everyone. We're going to get started at 7.09. Stephanie, could you please take roll call? Um, Dillard. Present. Yes. Johnson. Here. Preps. Here. And Merritt. Here. Thank you. Um, next, we'll go into reading of the Native American Land Acknowledgement, and I'll go ahead and read that, and it says, we meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homelands of the Native American nations to whom we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of, the Iowa, City, of Iowa City was within the homelands of the Iowa, Meskwaki, and Sauk, and because history is complex and time goes far beyond, far back beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections of many other indigenous peoples here. The history of broken treaties and forced removal that dispossessed indigenous peoples of their homelands was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work toward equity, restoration, and reparations. Next, uh, we'll go toward, uh, to approval of meeting minutes um, from May 4th. First, I'll, I'm gonna give an opportunity for um, public comment. There's no one, then we'll go ahead and uh, get a roll call. Uh, oh, sorry, I forget about that. I don't have the power. So is there a motion to approve these me meeting minutes? To make a motion. Oh, I would like to make a motion. Okay. I second. Okay. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay, uh, Commissioner Dillard? Yes. Kapila? Yes. Commissioner Johnson? Yes. Commissioner Cripps? Yep. Commissioner Merritt? Yes. Thanks. And Stephanie, I don't think we can hear you as well. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> thanks. Um, so next we will go to public comment of uh, items not on the agenda. First we'll move to um, anyone online. Is there any attendees online that would like to comment on anything not on the agenda? Please go ahead and raise your hand. Okay, is there anyone in the public in the room with us that would like to make a comment on something not on the agenda? Okay, well then we'll move on to agenda item number five, which, which is a presentation from Councilors Burgess and Dunn um, on the City Council Strategic Plan. Um, we'll go ahead and reserve public comment to after this, after the presentation. Good evening, commissioners. My name is Laura Burgess and I serve on your city council. I'm so glad to be here with you tonight. You have in front of you a few uh, excerpts from our strategic plan, which was adopted in December of 2022 after a almost year long process uh, that included several different stages. Um, and I won't bore you with all of the details of how this document came about, but I can say as someone who's been through a strategic planning process for a number of different organizations. I was very pleased and impressed with the care um, and the time that we took to come up with this strategic plan. The entire plan is only about 30 pages. Um, it is online at icgov.org 
slash strategic plan, and I encourage you to look at it in its entirety when you can. But what's in front of you this evening, uh, I wanted to focus on the values that lead, uh, that inform the decisions that we make as leaders in this community for the city of Iowa City. Uh, the double-sided page with the color photographs is just uh, two pages from the plan itself that articulate the vision statements for our three primary values that inform all of our decisions. Those values are racial equity, social justice, and human rights as one, climate action, and partnerships and engagement. The second sheet that's in front of you is taken directly from the website icgov.org slash strategic plan and it lays out a summary of the impact areas that we've identified um, within the strategic plan where we're making decisions informed by the values and hoping to impact the areas of neighborhoods and housing, mobility, economy, and safety and well-being. And we have listed out different strategies uh, within each impact area for achieving goals that align with our values. Um, and there are specific action items in addition to the strategies. So um, what I really wanted to focus on this evening was, again, these values that inform our work as I think they uh, apply to you. One thing that's been incredibly helpful in my time serving on the council, starting my, well, halfway through my fourth year now on the council, um, is that this document really has kind of solidified and brought into focus so many of the initiatives that we've been working on just even in the time that I've been on council and really what the city has been uh, leaning towards and, and focusing on for probably almost the last decade, I would say. Um, and perhaps most pertinent to this commission, I wanna focus on that first value of racial equity, social justice, and human rights. And I'm actually just going to read aloud this future vision statement because I think it is very impactful. Iowa City welcomes and celebrates cultural diversity throughout the community and accurate cultural historical perspectives are acknowledged and commemorated each community member understands how systemic inequities have disadvantaged and marginalized some populations and are equipped with the skills to disrupt bias. Growth and healing occur as the city proactively addresses racial inequities and social injustices. The city has removed and addressed systemic barriers present in all facets of city government, including policies, land use decisions, programs, services, and employment. Partnerships with businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations facilitate equitable access to opportunity across all sectors. City employees, boards and commission members, and other advisory and decision-making entities reflect the diversity of the Iowa City community. The presence of equity, inclusion, and belonging is identifiable in all city operations and activities. That's our vision. We're very clearly not there yet but it is what we are going towards. And I think that you all as commissioners understand how well this aligns with your charge and what uh, brought about the commission and the resolution creating the commission in the first place. 
So um, I do want to just also note this, this value doesn't live by itself, right? These three lenses all overlap and climate justice is social and racial justice. And we know that social and racial justice require partnerships and engagement throughout the community. So I would ask that all of you just keep this in your hearts and your minds in your decision making and in the way that you approach your work. I think the timing of this is so good with the facilitators who are on board now um, and for them to understand that this is the, the vision that's been adopted by our local government for what we want our city to be. Again, we have a long ways to go, but you all are helping us identify some of the challenges and the ways in which we can improve and achieve this vision. So now I just kind of want to open it up to you to maybe um, brainstorm or give a little bit of feedback on ways in which you think that your work, um, you know, how you can see being informed by these values or even any of the impact areas that you know you're gonna be looking at, thinking about, again, on that second page, the neighborhoods and housing, mobility, economy, safety, and well-being. Is there anything that jumps out at you as particularly relevant or what you hope to focus on? Well, at least um, for me with the, the partners and engagement, um, that's, going to be critical. Um, as a grassroots, and I talked about this before, it's like where we want to extend our little root tentacles to, you know, everybody that's, there's so many talented and um, smart and ready people in this community, and I think that we want to connect with them and, and form that partnership and get everybody involved, and I think that this definitely is um, true to my heart here. <laughs> awesome, thank you. First, I wanna say thank you so much, um, Laura, for coming out and, and speaking with us. Um, it's always great to have city council members come and, and just remind us that you are here with us. So thank you so much. Um, I'm, I'm curious if you can um, remind us or inform us what you believe the city is doing in all of these areas besides the TRC and how we might be able to connect those to what our work should be, do should be doing in the next few months. Absolutely, so I think if you look at the um, the sheet without the color pictures <laughs> has the, the strategies for each impact area kind of highlighted there. And so I think you can see, I mean, every department has received a much longer detailed presentation of the strategic plan. So every city department has understood kind of the adoption of this plan and has gotten some training and exposure to it as well. The specific um, action items that we have that are detailed in the plan aren't in the documents that I set in front of you today, but I think in terms of what the city is doing in addition to um, your work is a lot of what Stephanie is doing in her department. Um, and we have authorized and are hiring a full-time um, human rights outreach coordinator that's the, I'm not sure if that's the, the right title as well, um, that I know will just be able to bolster 
that work significantly. Um, and I think all of the things that you see in terms of, um, you know, annual reports from any department. Recently, the the city received the Climate Action Division's report, and certainly the equity lens and the need for climate action to be. Um, reaching people who are maybe most impacted or more vulnerable um, was, a was a highlight or a focus of that report that I think really kind of brought that together. So I don't think, I mean, if, if you were to ask me what actions of the city are like carrying out, you know, these values, I would say all of them. <laughs> and where we're not is where we need to be, you know, uh, looking at that focus. So I realize that's a little bit of a, dodgy answer but <laughs> no i appreciate it um i just curious and I, I know that this was like you said it took all of last year to come to this um and excuse my ig ignorance but i'm curious how big of a leap from the previous strategic hmm. plan that you feel that this new one is that's a really good question and it's really well aligned actually and and that was one thing that was great to see after going through a really careful process that what came out of it it was like, okay, we're pretty on this path, right? Like we see areas where we need to move faster and further, but I would say this is not a big digression from the prior plans. Um, my personal opinion is some things that were missing from the prior plans were, were the action items, were the actual measurable kinds of things. And we've had a number of discussions about um, how we will be measuring our you know, achievements in alignment with the values and of those action items. There's different resources that are available to achieve, you know, these, and I think you all are aware that money is a problem right now, right? Um, you know, with the property tax reform, we're certainly looking at not being able to raise as much revenue to support the work of the city as we have in the past. So mm -hmm. um, just knowing that that's a resource limitation, you know, what, what can we do to um, move forward? But yeah, I was really pleased to see the alignment, I think, with, with the history. Mm. Again, I, my personal opinion being, okay, if this is the right direction, let's go. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I have a question. So, um, I know the general process of when you're rolling out a new strategic plan and um, have, was there any opposition from members of the public to any areas of the current strategic plan? There hasn't been, and I'm glad you asked it that way, um, Commissioner, because the the process really was, the, all of our meetings and discussions throughout the process were public, of course, um, but there wasn't like a, um, specific to the strategic plan, we didn't seek public input. So we were informed by all of the existing plans and processes that have, you know, differing degrees of public input. Um, but I have not received any negative feedback or, or opposition relating to our action items. That's good. Anyone else have any questions or thoughts? I'll go. Wang Gui, for the record. Uh, thank you, Councillor. And uh, I get excited whenever I see you just because of the lead you took on making the solution that has have brought us here. 
and always seeing you following how we are working. For me, I take that as support. And I'm also, I also get excited with the uh, conversations we have, I have with you on racial inequity and social justice. You are asking how the areas where we would want to see most impact. For me, uh, it's the areas of equity and social justice in the area of education, because mm. that's the future of Iowa City. And also because for me, even um, since 2002, uh, July 26, when I landed in Iowa City, I am able, just using my own experience and those of others that I know um, from an immigrant po population, and I also learned legally that I am called African-American. So from that time, I'm able to see what has improved. And I also check it against the research that is out there, the improvement. So I do want to see equity and social justice accelerate in the area of education. And right now, for me, um, also, because I, like I stated as we were talking during the last meeting with the council, more so for my grandbaby who has just joined our school district. She is three and a half. So uh, that's the personal part of it. But for the overall betterment of our city, like I said, uh, the future lies that's where our future is, and that's what we are working on. The other area that I want, I, if I could wave a magic wand and would want to see, but I, realistically, uh, that is why I sit on this board. And even if I, before I was sitting here, and even after this, I continue giving my time to this, is because I belong to are uh, the populations that are really, really marginalized. I said an immigrant. And then currently, I coordinate another even, if there can be even more marginalization of African and immigrant survivors and victims of domestic violence. So that's my dream for my best city in the world. And I want to be part of this exciting and painful journey as we continue. I want that accelerated. And I can already envision it. Thank you for the way you talked about the vision. Future vision, as if it's already here. Mm. I am excited to be for the ride. I yield. Thank you, Nguyen. Anyone else? As Com <coughs> Commissioner Johnson, uh, first I would like to say once again thank you for uh, being you in general. You've always been very helpful and uh, always there whenever needed to uh, kind of move things forward in the right direction and the hard work and effort you guys are putting into this, this is great. Uh, this is very exciting, I agree. Uh, I, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking of where and how I want to try to help out or where I can help out. So this is very exciting for me as well. and. 
uh, I look forward to us moving this forward. That, that's that's all there is to it. I just I, I like what I see, and however we can help, let's do it. Anyone else? Commissioner Krebs here. So a couple of things that uh, that just kind of popped into my head. Um, um, I would like to see maybe more programs for our teenagers, things for them to do to keep them busy. Um, and um, growth and healing is mentioned in here. Um, so, I mean, I know the city is can only do so much, but it would be, I, I, there's a need for mental health care, mm -hmm. I feel like. That would be great for helping with healing and trauma. And so it's gonna be a big part of social justice and equity. I'm allowed to piggyback on what Commissioner Murray has talked about on mental health. Yes, and the youth. Uh, because right now, uh, uh, I'm thinking of some of our students in our school district who didn't graduate. Mm. Uh, because of social injustice and racial inequity. And as I think of that, because I know some of them, that I, I want to cry, yeah. yeah. So mental health is really part of that, yeah. Thank you. This, uh, my last comment is just thinking about um, the youth as both Commissioner um, Wangui and Marie said. There is a group, I think it's uh, a group of people who have come together to com create something similar to the C Community Leadership Program, um, which I was a part of. Um, I'm not sure if you, you probably already know about it, but um, finding a way to in incorporate this into that program would be wonderful um, if it's already not thought of. <laughs> That's a great idea. Thank you. There's a group. So, yes. Yeah, so, if you haven't heard of the community leadership program, it was uh, previously put together through the business partnership, which was also informally known as the chamber, and it's a leadership program that's um, wonderful for people to be a part of, um, and it really gives you exposure to being a part of this community in different sectors of the community, and they're creating a version for teenagers, um, especially those that come from diverse backgrounds, I guess, is the right word for it. So, um, and I'm very excited about that, so. Thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. well, so just, I would leave you with this. Um, you know, the, this plan aligns with other visions and plans in our region very, very well. And so within the plan itself, we track the alignment with the Better Together 2030 mm -hmm. vision for our county, as well as the East Central Iowa Council of Governments Envision East Central Iowa plan. Um, and all of those processes, which were all very robust, kind of point us in these same directions, which I think is really heartening. And I would encourage you to use this to hold leadership accountable mm -hmm. because you can point to this document and say, is what you're doing in alignment with this? Mm -hmm. Is there more that you could do to be in alignment with this? Is, how does this fit under the action items that you've identified? That'd be helpful for us. You said Better Together 2030, and what else? Who uh, else? East Central Iowa Council of Governments, or ECI COG. Okay. It's uh, Envision East Central Iowa is the name of their plan. <laughs> okay. 
yeah, it's, it's really interesting to see how, how well everything aligns, even with very diverse stakeholders in those plans. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, do we have any other comments amongst us, fellow commissioners? If not, then I will move to um, public comment on what was just discussed. Anyone online that would like to comment, um, please go ahead and raise your hand. Anyone in the room with us that would like to comment, please come up to the front. Okay, well, we will f uh, move on to the next one, which is an agenda item number six, follow up on communications with the Iowa City Community School District, and we'll go ahead and do the same and talk about that first and then open up public comment. I don't, I don't have anything. There's so. nothing. That's <laughs> no need to be Soccer sorry. Season, I apologize. School's out. Yeah. Um, well, that's fine. Then we'll move on and we'll just continue to keep it on the agenda um, as we move forward with this. Uh, the next one is going to be next steps on phase one of the facilitator plan. Um, I think we should do public comment afterwards for this one as well. Um, so we'll go ahead and open it up to um, our facilitators who are in the room or Redmond or. Sure, I can probably start, start it okay. off. Um, so I think uh, at our last meeting, I had declared I was going to go on vacation and that we would hopefully start uh, shortly once I returned. June 1st was the date that we were looking at. So I did accomplish the vacation, made it back safely, went to Vermont, by the way. So if anyone <laughs> have ever went uh, or haven't went, you have to go. It's a beautiful state. Um, and so upon my return, I start working on some housekeeping matters uh, with our consultant groups. Um, primarily some um, tax compliance things we need to get in and insurance compliance issues. So um, I haven't received all of those documents. Um, although I will say in the last couple of days we've made some progress and at least I think we have a strategy to get everybody on board so they can at least have insurance. So the way that the uh, contract looks, we can't really get started without the insurance work mm -hmm. and without the tax work, I can't pay anyone. So those are pretty critical things, especially when you're talking with some of the smaller contractors. Getting paid um, is, is going to be really important for them. Uh, especially since they'll be kind of providing work uh, on initially because mm -hmm. uh, contract work is usually you, you provide the work and then you get paid and it's kind of a reimbursement type of thing. There were some requests to try and do some advancing and we don't do that with professional contracts even though there's some experience with construction related issues, but it doesn't really apply here. So we had to kind of go through that. Um, and um, I've, I've worked with our procurement process to hopefully ex expedite payment process. So uh, typically it takes 30 days and I'm gonna really be trying to keep it much shorter than that. But I'm gonna need the, the contractors to help me along. Uh, so we, we've kind of um, working on getting a work plan together. Uh, the idea is that work plan will help me um, um, identify and articulate those invoices when they come in because uh, sometimes there's a process of uh, a line item in the invoice and the contractor administrator has no idea what that service is and 
why there's 14 hours there. Um, by having a work plan in advance, it's going to allow me to kind of make sense of those invoices so that it doesn't sit on my desk very long, and then I can help get it through um, procuring, uh, procurement faster and hopefully turn around and have a check for them, which I know is also important for them to deliver the service. So those kind of housekeeping matters we're, we're working through now, um, had some uh, good meetings with our local uh, contractors, uh, with um, healing partners. I think we're on, on, on a good good track there. I think uh, um, Think Peace is, is pretty advanced and Kearns of West is starting to come on board and uh, the native partners are um, starting to come on board. So I think we're, get, we're going in the right direction. We're not quite ready to, to start um, June 1st yet, but I, I, I'm still suspecting that early June we'll be able to start. And it's pretty critical. I think there was some question as to can some of us get started now and, and, and maybe not wait for others. The, the challenge is, is once we give that hard go date, um, the contract basically says three months, the, the clock start ticking. And since the work is so interrelated, I, I would hate to see some contractors waiting on other contractors to you know get milestones done uh, or they just blow right past it because they're you know advancing and working on it and then we wind up having a product that's not quite where it should be or could be so um, if we can kind of have a nice good start date everybody online on when and where they interact with each other and those work plans lay out I think that also will give um, the Commission the opportunity to um, kind of put together your work plan as well and see how that works in and out of what the um, facilitators are doing as well so if we have all of that hopefully it'll be nice and clear and expectations will be clear and payments will go out quickly and everybody will be happy. That's the <laughs> idea. So we'll see how that goes. But um, right now, that's what we're trying to get in place. Thank you. Um, I, we have um, Annie in the room with us. I'd like to give you an opportunity to speak if you'd like to. Thank you. Um, I'd like to just address a couple of things that Redmond said, and then I'd love to pass it on to Dave. Mm -hmm because I think what he has to say is like super important and then I might have something to say follow up on that. Absolutely, want to hear from everyone. Okay, doke, cool, thanks. Um, so uh, V can't be here tonight and I talked with them today and they had some suggestions after talking with Redmond and I came in and talked to Redmond this afternoon as well. Um, so um, about insurance. It's been challenging for our native partners to get insurance. I heard someone say that it's like, kind of like, not red tape, but like white tape. Like, it's like a hurdle that's hard for someone, like challenging within the way that they usually operate. And so um, options are being worked on like for example, Manape is like looking for, will general insurance cover it? Well, this is professional insurance, right? So it, so that challenge is happening. And so while people are trying to find ways to make it work, 
it's, it's an unfortunate requirement for the city with their concerns about, um, with their concerns. It's not, an, it's not an easy match. So I just wanna like um, acknowledge people who are trying to make something happen that usually isn't in their world, okay? And if there's any way you can help that not be a significant problem, I don't know what that would be, but I was asked to say that, okay? Are they having problems with finding a company to get the insurance with or finding a plan uh -huh. that actually matches the kind of work that they're doing? That's a good question and I, I just honestly don't know the answer. Okay. You know, but when I hear someone, as someone who has professional insurance in a particular area, and I hear someone like looking for going to a general insurance person since that didn't work, it's, um, it's someone who's looking for options that aren't clearly obvious, and they're getting mentoring from folks on our team. So it's just a challenge. Go ahead. I was thinking the city would have some experience of businesses or insurance companies that they could go to for this kind of thing, wouldn't they? Well, I think in, when construction related, type of projects, which is a, a, the bulk of a lot of contracting that the city does. There's experience there. Professional services, I think, is, is a little different, and the novelty of this particular project also probably adds some, some challenges. So I think there's a, a, a good strategy, I think, if, uh, if and I don't want to overstep, but I think there's there's some um, movement to have some collaborations amongst the uh, consultants so that one can kind of be like a, the lead and the others would be like a subcontract or a sub of that particular uh, consultant and fall underneath kind of like an umbrella policy those those other those other okay consultants that are having some trouble. So I, I, I think that that is a recent consideration that is being looked at and probably needs a week or so to see if that's going to be doable. If that is doable, then I think that takes a big bulk of the challenge uh, with the insurance. And then, then the other part is, is the taxes. The, and when I think we're, I've seen some come in now, and so I think that's not really a hard, a hard do to get a W-9 in, but that's been the other challenge to get those that paperwork in. So those two things happen. I still feel pretty comfortable that we can get started in the first couple weeks of June. So I don't think it's gonna be a, a, a kind of delay that's going to throw us off because our, our big goal is to try and, and, and have our check-in presentation the second meeting uh, for, of the city council in September. So if we can get started by the second week of June, we're still on, on target. If we go beyond that, then we're probably gonna have to look at having our, our check-in meeting um, in October because there's only the council only meets twice uh, a month. So. So my question is, and then I, I would love to let David Raglan speak, is was was this a surprise for contractors? Was this information that wasn't known before um, hand that this was gonna be asked for? I don't know the, I can't answer for the native partners. Okay. And I do know about um, what 
Redmond is referring to, the possibility, and yet I was also asked to let you know kind of the, mm -hmm. the challenges going on right. and how, so. So I can't answer that. Yeah. Thank you. Okie doke, thanks. Um, David, would you like to speak about any of this? Um, not necessarily about that particular mm -hmm. um, issue, just that we're here and uh, we've met and uh, are working together to figure out ways to support and move this forward. Um, and let me know if you'd like me to uh, speak about our own, um, our plans for our facilitation plans. Let me know if now is the time as well. Um, I mean, is, do we have any other questions about what's already been talked about right now about insurance or are we ready to move on? I think we'd love to hear about the plans that you have. So go ahead. And um, I, I, I appreciate the care that's being taken to make this uh, happen and make sure that um, all is legal and correct. And um, I'm Dr. Raglan. I'm one of the co-founders of the Truth Telling Project of Ferguson. Um, and I've worked on a number of truth processes around the United States and uh, have teach about it in my academic work at Pacifica Graduate Institute and uh, most recently at Harvard Divinity School where I'm teaching about uh, transitional justice or truth and reconciliation as well as reparations. I'm also an associated think piece, and um, although we're um, waiting for the official start, we are at the beginning of this process, and we've been, it's been a pleasure to be here, um, to be in Iowa City. I've been there a number of times, and a pleasure to see some faces that I'm trying to make out um, from my last couple visits. Um, and last couple times on uh, Zoom at this council meeting, but this is an important process. And Think Peace and all of the partners who will help facilitate uh, or in this facilitator role are also honored for the trust that the city and this commission are demonstrating. As you know, uh, according to his mandate, uh, the TRC has three key activities truth-telling, reconciliation, and fact-finding. Truth-telling, according to Dr. Imani Scott, author of Crimes Against Humanity in the Land of the Free, and the Truth and Reconciliation Process Heal Racial Conflict in America, suggests that truth-telling is a searching moral inventory. Truth-telling consists of creating platforms that are safe and respectful for people to share their stories and experiences. These need to be carefully planned to protect participants, to ensure that the result is healing and empowering. These can be public hearings for testimony, but there are also other forms of witnessing, poetry, song, theater, art, and in private spaces. Reconciliation refers to the circles where our local partners will use and integrate indigenous wisdom to promote healing. 
Fact-finding is the research that will be conducted to obtain concrete data about how discrimination and injustice shape the day-to-day -day experiences of many in this city. The sum total work on truth-telling, reconciliation, and fact-finding will lead to healing, we believe, and concrete recommendations about what to do to overcome the situation of division and injustice that Iowa City has experienced. Think Peace will focus on the truth-seeking component of the work of this TRC. Our partners will focus on the other two components, reconciliation and fact-finding. What we want to focus on with your cooperations as commissioners and city leaders is the following. And we, we, we welcome all this, everyone who's in this room right now to join us and be a part of. Firstly, training. Ensuring that all members of the TRC allot time for training on specific questions that you may have about truth-telling activities. A two-day training session we propose in late July to go over the organization and co-create truth-telling activities. We will prepare educational materials for the commission and the community. Among the materials that we'll produce is a proposed glossary of terms referred to referring to restorative justice and reconciliation and transitional justice so that we can all share the same knowledge to enrich our understanding of the task. In terms of technical support, we want to co-create the truth-telling activities with you based on your needs in the city, your wisdom, and your experience. We contribute with comparative experiences, but you here are the leading force. We'll produce a number of memos and documents for you to consider on the key issues at hand. For example, what is a public hearing or a truth-telling hearing, how to organize it, what types of hearings and other truth-telling activities have happened and can be organized, etc. I'd like to request that you provide us with feedback on these proposed ideas and that we use the June 15th session for a first conversation on the topics that you identify. We also encourage you to block two days in late July for a visit from us all to do in-person work. Uh, thank you, and I am uh, open for questions and comments. Um, thank you again so much um, for you know being here and, and working with us. Um, I guess my first question is to for the two days in July, um, how how long and um, they can be any day of the week. It could be a weekend. We're 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 open. Um, some of the days that our team has identified is the twenty. 
Let me just look again. The The July the 26th and the 27th, uh, but we're also open and are very happy to uh, coordinate with times and dates that work for you. You said the 26th and the 27th? Mm. Right. Um, I think it's something that we should talk about. Um, and since we're mostly here right now, maybe we can discuss some dates. Um, I will say off I would prefer a weekend just because um, then I won't have to take off work. Um, I do know that that's going <laughs> to add longer to our facilitators week, but um, it'd be much easier to do at least maybe one day, like a Friday and a Saturday or, or something like that. And um, I am not a parent, so I'm not sure if daytime or nighttime works best for parents in the room or what, what's everyone thinking? <coughs> I think um, maybe like a Friday, Saturday, or a Sunday, Monday would be good, just to kind of add one weekend day in there, <laughs> make it a little easier for folks. Um, uh, I I have kiddos, but I you know we they're older, so I can we can make it work. Uh, my own personal preference, uh, this is Commissioner Johnson, would be uh, towards the very very end of the month. I think I agree with uh, uh, Friday and Saturday would work out best. Uh, but I, I, the worst case scenario, I could try to be flexible if need be, but I think uh, the 30th would work for me, 30th and the very, very end of the month. So the Sunday, Monday, 30th and the 31st of July? I am actually, hold on, I might be able to change that. I was looking at the wrong month. I was looking at June. <laughs> I was just gonna say, July 28th is, that's Ragbri and- at the end of July. <laughs> and Corville, I was sitting, so that. it's- I was looking at June. I was looking at June, actually. Is that you a- You know what? It's not that bad for me. So does that not work for you because of uh, Ragbri is what you're saying, or? The whole city's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how effective with people, getting people together and doing things when well, we would just be getting on. ourselves together, not the whole cities. Maybe I'm not understanding what you're saying. I guess, is this going to be just meeting with the commissioners for those two? Correct. Is it just, it's just us commissioners, right, for training that we're discussing right, right now? Mm-hmm. And we see this first gathering as um, training, but also organizing, uh, beginning to do some more uh uh, in-person truth-telling organizing for the larger community. Um, but it's stuff that we'll also begin reaching out to you about um, as soon as uh, we can officially begin. Yes. And again, David, the, the time commitment, are you thinking like a five-hour training each day, eight-hour? Like, what, what does it look like? Um, we, we haven't gotten that far. We, we were just thinking that those are two days and let's co-create uh, an agenda together. Okay. Whoever wants I, to talk. I would say, <laughs> in that case, weekend definitely be better because, um, I mean, I work for the treasurer and last day of the month, not gonna work real well as we're trying to <laughs> mm -hmm. close things up, but. Um, 
So potentially we're looking at Friday the 28th of July and Saturday the 28th, 29th of, of July. <laughs> um, my next question is I'm wondering how does it work for um, us all being in the same room together, open record laws? Just we would, I mean, even if we handled it as a work session, it would, the agenda would still be posted. Okay. And we'd have to like meet in, in a, a space, a public space that people could come to. Um, I don't, I mean, you mean like a government space? Like how we're meeting or, now? Or we... I mean, if if you wanted to move it to a different location, we would probably just have to just get a list and just see which one is most accessible on a bus line. Okay. Um, things like that. Okay. Just curious how that worked. Yes. Uh, Chair, I don't know if any of the healing partners would be participating. There is a restorative retreat that is scheduled for July 27th and 28th. Mm. I don't know if, yeah, I, I don't know if people who might be involved in this process may already be planning to do that. Just wanted to let you know. And with that in mind, maybe it could be uh, we could look at the weekend before and the weekend after. Um, David, if that's possible to ask see what works and maybe um, Stephanie if you could send out a Google poll or a doodle poll or whatever you do I will but you guys have to promise to respond to it yes everyone <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem sending it out though um, and we can figure that out but I think we need more information as to what it's going to entail before we can actually vote on it so do we need to vote on it no for oh, for, for that. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'm trying to, like, I'm mostly preliminary of trying to see when people are most available. And then on June 15th, we can talk more about what this means. As David said, we can co-create the agenda together. Does that? Yeah. Again, once we know, I mean, if it's going to be five hours, okay. that kind of thing. I, yeah. That's where I'm talking about. I need more information. Oh, you need more of that. Okay. I don't know if we can find that information until we create the agenda together. Because it's I up think, to if I interject, I, I do think it will, will will hopefully be part of it is also uh, building community. So, you know, I see us using at least five at least five hours a day. Okay. Um. So we will the weekend of August fourth, fifth. I know I will not be in town that weekend, so okay. I know I personally won't be here, um, but. Um, those other two weekends I can commit to if we want to work around that or we and the closer we the further we go into August the more we're pushing back our, our timeline so we probably do want to work in July um, and, and my preference would be the you know the one the 22nd weekend or weekend of the 22nd that would be better mm -hmm. to me personally but I would agree off, off like the weekend of the 22nd would be better for me, but I could make the f following weekend work. Um, anyone else have any questions about what um, David has just presented to us or is there any follow-up from you, David, about what we've been talking about so far? Uh, no, just a um, pleasure to be here and really excited about the work of the city and the commitments that I've already heard on this call and the trust um, in moving forward in this process that it can be transformative and help us reach um, the kind of city and the kind of nation that we want to be. Awesome, thank you. Any other discussion about um, next steps? 
phases, either related to what we've heard already or our own thoughts, this is our time to talk about it. I just want to thank the part of the facilitators for what you have presented. Annie, David, and also our assistant city manager on this and how we are moving along. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I also want to make sure that we, because one thing we talked about was um, sort of that town hall type meeting mm -hmm. and that that's still on the forefront, you know, so we can connect with some of the people who'd already expressed, you know, we need contact. <laughs> so I want to make sure that's definitely up there in the, the agenda. So uh, um, with that thought, I was hoping um, s some of the things that we, I think, identified last meeting is that some marketing and all that is not a part of the facilitator budget. Um, it's, am, am I correct in that? If we wanted, it, like if we wanted t-shirts or things like that, it, it's something else. It, 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 yeah, that would be yeah. something else. That would be something else. But we, what if we wanted to get T-shirts for Truth and Reconciliation? We were told that they want to see us in the community more. We want to go to the diversity market and stuff like that. So I wanted to talk about us on our own creating that and getting those things printed so that we could start going out and doing that. Because um, we don't really need the facilitators' help for that, in my opinion. Can um, I offer? Um, so I, I prepared a, a matrix to kind of. It's a work plan. And, I, and what I'm hearing is you probably need to have your uh, a work plan yourself. Okay. So what I'll, I will do is forward that matrix to each of you. I would suggest that you just kind of go through and think through what you think you would like to see in that. And then you can then talk about those issues um, independently as a group when, and bring those together and kind of just kind of go through when you think those things will happen. So some of the, the, the issues of, that's been introduced of the dates it's hard to know exactly what's in town, what's going on, what's happening with one group or another until you see it all on some, some matrix of a, a unified plan. So the commission itself has a piece and you probably need to have a process so that you can kind of go through what you wanted to add to the process. If it's in or out of the contract, you at least need to be able to talk about it and then find, you know, where's those resources going to come and how we go about that process. Because if you're still a commission, you can still make that request. Um, but you'll have a process then to say, okay, we looked at it, we think we can do t-shirts on whatever day for this event and lead up to this and lead up to that. Mm -hmm. However, um, so you're not really, you know what I'm saying, so you can kind of frame it, know where it is, and if it's a separate process outside of the facilitation contract, there's a process for that, and we can walk you through that too. So I'll get you that matrix. I would encourage you just to kind of think through what you think you want to see, what you want to add, even if it's no bad ideas, right? So if it's billboards or whatever it is, <laughs> put it out there billboards. and then you can talk about it as a commission and then we can find the appropriate um, uh, pathway to deal with whatever those requests are. Maybe we could work with Andre on t-shirts because they do printing and also use that as um, a resource and opportunity for some community building. Yeah, that sounds Somebody like a, a local yeah. good idea. 
Um, yeah, thank you, um, Redmond, for that suggestion. I would love to see a work plan. Um, I have to use that in my own work, so it gets us all on track. I think we could still use at least like five minutes to just kind of think out loud. So because we're each individually going to be working on our own work plan and coming back together so that we won't um, be too surprised by what people are thinking, maybe. <laughs> um, and then if anything else comes up, if anyone does want to argue for a billboard, just come with a great argument, I guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, we don't have to spend time on it. But if there's any other ideas that anyone wants to talk about right now that would be outside of the contract that we could uh, individually go to work on our own work plan and come back, maybe we could talk about it now. Anyone? Do you have any artists that can come up with like an awesome pick, like piece of art for for flyers, t-shirts, or flyers, mm. like things like that? I can reach out and see if I can find an artist. Uh, there's a very strong likelihood I might be able to find one that can help design it. So It'd be pretty cool if we could find someone in town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we could get that done and uh, shirts too as well. Okay, so. cool, because I want to wear a shirt. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, we can put it on the shirts. We can, I don't Great. know, bumper stickers, whatever you guys want to do. No, I think that's something that could be Magnets. Um, the the other question, if we don't have any more on that, I just wanted to ask, and I think this is the time to ask about it, is so we will be eventually getting new uh, commissioners, and I'm just wondering where that process is right now. Um, so the council would um, appoint on their Tuesday, July 11th meeting. Oh, so is it is it still open for people Correct. to apply? Correct, they're open until July 3rd at 5 p.m. to apply. Okay. Good to know. Well. How are we going about letting everybody know that these positions are available? So I know the city has done a news release. It's been released on Facebook and it's been released on LinkedIn. I, I'm not sure about Twitter, I can check, um, but I know they have released it on their major channels and through their major communications. I'd encourage commissioners, since you know what the work is and what you're doing, to also let people know, use your networks and yep. encourage people to apply. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Let everyone know I've been doing that. So. <laughs> We need more commissioners. Well, if there's nothing else to be discussed on this agenda item, um, we can move on. Just a moment. Uh, sometime back when we began, we came up with a list of organizations in the community mm -hmm. that, uh, and some responded and said they are willing to work with us. When do we? How? How do we go back there? And I think we need what do we do with that? I think we need our plan first before we go back and, and reach out to them. Okay. And um, it seems like we're going to hopefully talk about what that plan looks like next meeting. So we need to go back and find the list who they were so we can actually input them in the plan that we're going to be talking about next meeting. We have that list in the meeting notes somewhere. Yeah, it's archived so I can pull it out. Yeah. Um, but that, thanks for bringing that back up because we need to keep um, that in mind. Yeah, and also because when you're talking about each commissioner's plan, for me that's top of my plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? Okay, well, I'm going to move that we move to public comments on um, what we just spoke on on agenda number seven. Is there anyone in uh, online that would like to speak? 
on what we've just talked about? Anyone in the room with us that'd like to speak on what we just talked about? Probably you've already been thinking about this, but I've just been wondering about a tagline. Mm. You know, like a couple of phrases, a phrase that is goes on the t-shirts, it lets people know what it's about. There's, so many, there's such a range of what it could be, but um, anyway, just tossing that out. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're, we're gonna move on to agenda item number eight. I don't believe there are any correspondence. Okay, then we're gonna move on to agenda number nine, announcements of commissioners and staff. Um, Stephanie, did you have anything? I do not have anything. But Anyone else? Okay, then commissioners, any announcements? The only other announcement I have is uh, we're gonna be working with uh, this Saturday uh, at i -Corps. We are working with the Big Brothers Big Sisters program, which will be great. Uh, we're starting off that program where we're bringing everybody in. Uh, it was helped funded by uh, Big Grove, which is fantastic uh, for them to help out with our community. And uh, we're gonna try to get kids together with positive role models and hopefully push this forward a little bit more into the future. So that's all I have for right now. That's awesome. For announcements. Anyone else? Um, I would like to thank everyone in the community um, who has been helping at my organization to, as we raise funds for um, after school and summer camp scholarships, the campaign I've been talking about to raise $100,000 for these kids. We have an event this Saturday, um, June 3rd from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. at Mark Twain Elementary. All proceeds are gonna be going to the kids in that after school program. Fortunately, we have raised enough dollars to send all kids to summer camp, but we're still looking to to raise enough dollars to get them through the school year. So it's gonna be a, a fun day, um, local band Homebrewed, Iowa City, um, who um, is a band that specifically benefits nonprofits, is gonna be playing, we're gonna have field games, we're gonna have water games, it's gonna be 94 degrees, food, um, all kinds of things um, to come out and have fun. Um, I know there's a lot of different activities this weekend, but if you wanna stop by, we'd really appreciate it because it's for the kids. Anyone else have announcements? This is a little bit off the beaten path, but i Boxing kind of reminded me of this. Uh, this weekend, Carissa Shields will be uh, defending her middleweight title. <laughs> and in the time of, of uh, great strides for women's sports, she's a premier uh, uh, boxer. And if you don't follow boxing, you may want to tune in. I think it's pretty exciting. Cheers. If there's no other announcements, um, I'm gonna motion to adjourn. I second. Okay. Thank y'all.